when people have diabetes and they're struggling and they don't know why, a big piece of that is frustration with their diabetes management. Oftentimes, they don't have a solid understanding about what type 1 diabetes is and how it's managed. Or they don't have the skills they need to be able to manage diabetes well. Without solid diabetes education, having diabetes makes you feel like a fish out of water. You have no idea what you're doing, and you're flailing all around, hoping and praying that something will work. But generally speaking, it doesn't. And all that does is make you feel more overwhelmed and more anxious and more frustrated with diabetes. And that's not a really fun place to be. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. On the last episode, we talked about the foundations of emotional health with type 1 diabetes. I gave you an overview about what emotional health looks like. To give you a recap, in my opinion, emotional health with type 1 diabetes is not about how you feel. It is about what you're able to do, even though you may not feel great. If you can do what you want to do in your life with diabetes, generally speaking, the feelings will follow. And if you're able to do what you want and whatever you're experiencing emotionally doesn't get in your way, then those feelings become so much less of a big deal. So focusing on emotional health is really looking at ways that we can take away the barriers to your behavior. Sometimes it's helping you to feel differently, but oftentimes it's really focused on having you think about diabetes differently and then taking action and behaving differently. I also gave you an overview of the three pillars to emotional health with type 1 diabetes. If you want to be emotionally healthy with type 1 diabetes, you really need to have a solid foundation in three different pillars. Think of these pillars as legs on a stool. If one of them is shaky, then the entire stool will be shaky. So we want to make sure that you're solid in all three of these areas. And these three areas are diabetes education, mindset, and behavior. If you haven't done so already, I would really encourage you to go back to episode 44 and listen to that episode where you get a good overview of all three of these pillars. Over the next couple of weeks, we are going to be talking about each of these pillars individually. And today, I'm going to start with diabetes education. On this episode, I'm going to talk about why good solid diabetes education is really the starting point to emotional health with type 1 diabetes. I think the diabetes education is one thing we don't think a whole lot about when thinking about diabetes and mental health. And by not thinking about diabetes education, I think we're missing a big piece of the puzzle. When people have diabetes and they're struggling and they don't know why, a big piece of that is frustration with their diabetes management. Oftentimes, they don't have a solid understanding about what type 1 diabetes is and how it's managed. Or they don't have the skills they need to be able to manage diabetes well. Without solid diabetes education, having diabetes makes you feel like a fish out of water. 
You have no idea what you're doing, and you're flailing all around, hoping and praying that something will work. But generally speaking, it doesn't. And all that does is make you feel more overwhelmed and more anxious and more frustrated with diabetes. And that's not a really fun place to be. But the good news about this pillar, you have access to the education and the resources you need to be able to understand diabetes and how it's managed, how different things impact your blood sugars. And once you have a solid foundation with your diabetes management, your mindset and your behavior, the next two pillars, they will flow a whole lot easier. It opens up the doors to be able to change your mindset and then change your behavior and have a solid foundation with all three pillars of emotional health with type 1 diabetes. But without a solid foundation of your diabetes management skills, moving to change your mindset and your behavior are going to be an uphill battle. Let's talk about a couple of specific reasons why diabetes education is essential for your emotional health. The first one is that diabetes education can go a long way to help you reduce anxiety. Anxiety is defined as the fear of the unknown. And as we all know, type 1 diabetes can be full of mystery and therefore full of stress. The better you understand diabetes, even if your blood sugars don't cooperate, the less anxious you're going to be. And having good diabetes education can really help you know what to expect with diabetes. So you don't worry about what might happen in the future. Knowing what to expect and how to prepare for it is one of the key parts of reducing anxiety because it takes away some of that unknown. Now, even if your blood sugars don't go your way, and trust me, they're not always going to, diabetes education can still give you confidence. The more you know about type 1 diabetes, the more you know about how different factors impact your blood sugars, the more confident you are that your insulin to carb ratio and your correction factor and your carb counting skills are all up to par, the more confident you'll be that you can take care of yourself and that you have the skills to handle things when your diabetes does go awry. Diabetes education can help you feel like you have control of your diabetes rather than diabetes having power over you. And the more you know the more confident you can be that you can handle whatever diabetes throws your way. Diabetes education can also give you hope. Having hope that things can improve in your diabetes management, both in your blood sugars and in your mental health, is such an important part of our mental health with diabetes. Having hope that things can get better can make dealing with the tough stuff right now a whole lot easier. And diabetes education is really the key to hope because it shows you how to manage diabetes and gives you the confidence to do it. It shows that you have the ability to improve and that things can get better. Diabetes education gives you hope that you can manage your diabetes with confidence and less stress. And trust me, that hope factor is a critical part of being able to handle diabetes and knowing that even though you have a rough time now, things can and will get better. So what do you do to get good diabetes education? Diabetes education that's going to be beneficial to your mental health. The first step is to determine what your needs are. There are lots of aspects of diabetes education, and there may be some areas where you're struggling more than others. And so having a good idea about what you need from your diabetes education is going to help you get what you need out of your diabetes education. 
here are some questions you can ask yourself as you're thinking about what your needs are. The first question is, do you need to understand diabetes more broadly? Do you need to understand what diabetes is and how it's managed from a high level? This is like diabetes 101. Maybe you did not get this education when you were first diagnosed. Maybe you did, but you don't remember. But knowing from a high level about what type 1 diabetes is and what the factors are that play into managing your blood sugar can be super important. You may know what diabetes is and how it's managed, but maybe you need some skills to be able to manage diabetes better. So for example, how are your carb counting skills? Do you understand how to count carbs and what the process of doing so is? How different types of carbs impact you differently? Do you understand how to correct for high blood sugars and how to treat low blood sugars? Those are really tactical skills that you need to have in order to be able to manage your blood sugars effectively. Without these skills, you'll have no idea what to do to effectively manage your blood sugars and to be able to have some influence and some control over what happens to your numbers. You can't be in control of the numbers all the time, but you can certainly do things to influence them. And having these skills is an important step to doing that. Another question you can ask yourself is, do you need help dialing in your ratios, knowing what your insulin-to-carb ratio is and what your correction factor is, and really making sure your basal rates are dialed in? If your ratios aren't right, your frustration level is just going to increase and increase and increase. So making sure you have those ratios correct is going to be really helpful for both your diabetes management and your blood sugars, but also your level of frustration and your mental health. Your relationship with other people can have a really big impact on your mental health, especially your friends and family and other people in your life who may not understand diabetes really well. And good diabetes education can actually help you with these relationships. Diabetes education can help you figure out ways to best explain diabetes to other people. So getting good education and having a good solid grasp about what diabetes is, how it's managed, and how it impacts you can help you explain to other people about diabetes and help them support you better. And the final thing that you may need from good diabetes education is help making healthier choices. I know that for many of us, Making healthy choices all the time is, well, it's challenging. Choosing the right foods, exercising regularly, managing our stress, those are all difficult things to do on a regular basis. Good diabetes education can give you some strategies that you can use to make the healthiest choices possible. It's more than just willing the healthy choices to happen. You have to figure out ways and develop skills to make healthy choices and be willing to make healthy choices on a regular basis. And if you do this, not only will your blood sugars follow, but your mental health will as well, because you'll feel confident in yourself that you can do it and proud of yourself for making the healthiest choices possible. After you figure out what kind of support you need from your diabetes education, it's now time to go out and get that education. And the question you're probably asking yourself is, where do I get it from? I don't know a diabetes educator. I don't know anybody who could help me. And so the answer really depends on what sort of education you need. And also, what kind of educational resources you have access to. The obvious place to go for diabetes education is to a certified diabetes care and education specialist. 
These are professionals who are trained to educate you and support you and help you develop the skills that you need to manage your diabetes in the best way possible and also in a way that fits into your lifestyle. Diabetes educators are an awesome resource and I hope that you have access to one. Many endocrinology offices have diabetes educators on their staff and certainly hospitals have diabetes educators available and there are diabetes educators available in the community. You may also want to check on some of the apps that are available, like like OneDrop and Livongo and MySugar. And these apps have diabetes educators available to you virtually via in-app chat and sometimes video chat, where you have regular access to a real person who can provide you guidance and information and education as you need it. But I really don't want you to stop there. There are actually a lot of other resources that you can use to get the education and information about diabetes that you need. There are lots of really great resources for diabetes education on the internet. Beyond Type 1 is a great resource, as is the American Diabetes Association, and to some degree, social media. Now, I want to caution you. I wouldn't take medical advice from anybody on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, but certainly getting information about other people's experiences and what's worked for them can really provide you some good guidance in terms of being more comfortable with your diabetes. Because we all know that people with diabetes have each other's backs, and we can learn a lot from each other and our collective experiences. For some people, finding a diabetes coach can be a really helpful thing. There are professional health coaches out there who specialize in helping people with type 1 diabetes learn about diabetes, learn about themselves, and learn about how to best manage their own diabetes. For more information on coaching, be sure to go back and listen to episode 39 of this podcast, where I talk to a diabetes coach about her work and the types of people that she can help. There are a couple of other places you can go for support in diabetes education. If you need information or help around your insulin pump or CGM, all of the pump companies and all of the CGM companies have diabetes educators on their staff who can help you. They're there to help you problem solve, help you strategize how to best use those products and how to understand your diabetes in the context of these tools. And then finally, don't forget about your healthcare team. Hopefully, your endocrinologist is a great resource for diabetes education, especially when you need help with your insulin dosing, whether that be your correction factor, your insulin to carb ratio, or your basal rates. Your endo can give you help in making sure those are all dialed in correctly and you're on the right dose, as well as giving you some guidance on how to make adjustments on your own if things change between visits. We know that basal rates and insulin doses don't always stay the same, and they may change on a regular basis. And so having the skills and knowledge, also the empowerment to be able to make those adjustments on your own is important for your diabetes management and for your mental health. And I also want to encourage you to never stop learning about diabetes. And there are always new tools and technologies coming out to help us manage diabetes better. And those require constant learning. We have to be on the lookout for those things so you can figure out what the best option for you is. There is no one-size-fits-all tool that's going to help everyone manage their diabetes well. And you got to figure out which one's right for you. And that takes education. Also, as I mentioned before, constant learning from other people. We are always coming up with new tips and tricks about how to best manage diabetes. And the best people to learn from are others with diabetes who have figured it out themselves. There's a wealth of knowledge out there 
about what we can do to make managing diabetes easier and to get our blood sugars in better shape while also maintaining our quality of life. And we want to collaborate with each other and provide each other our best tips and tricks and our best practices to make sure that everybody has the tools that they need and the education they need to manage the diabetes well. Before I end this episode, I want to tell you a quick story about someone I worked with recently whose mental health was immensely improved with some diabetes education. I'll call this person Terry. Terry was having a lot of trouble with her diabetes. She's had diabetes for about 25 years. And over the past couple of years, her blood sugars have been really variable. They've gone really high and then crashed really low. And she's actually had a couple of really scary lows recently. And as I was talking to her, she was telling me that she was guessing with the amount of insulin she was taking. She really had no idea how much insulin she should take um, for her meals. Sometimes she would take two units, sometimes she would take eight units, but there was really no rhyme or reason to why she was taking the amount of insulin that she was taking. She felt super confused and overwhelmed, and she figured it was better to guess than to try to figure it out because she had no idea how to figure it out. But at the same time, because she had recently had these scary lows, she was having intense fear of low blood sugar. So she would take her random insulin dose, but then be terrified that her blood sugar would go low, and then she would eat more as a way to counteract this potential low. And for Terry, this was a recipe for disaster, both with her blood sugars, but also with her mental health. She felt like she was treading water and barely able to keep her head above the water. She was feeling helpless, like the situation could never get better. Terry was not at all in a good spot. The first thing I did with Terry was to give her some information and resources and a solid foundation about what diabetes is and how insulin works. Because she really didn't know how insulin worked, even after 25 years. She had no idea why she was taking insulin and how it worked to help her lower her blood sugar. The next thing that I did was to make sure she had an appointment to see a diabetes educator who could help her with a couple of different things. The first was her insulin to carb ratio to make sure she had an idea about how to best figure out how much insulin to take. But also, Terry had no idea how to count carbs. And I wanted to make sure that she was able to feel confident in counting carbs, or at least in estimating her carbs, so she could start taking something close to the right insulin dose for her. We needed to find a way for her to feel more in control and more confident in her ability to take care of herself. After a couple sessions with me, and a couple of sessions with her diabetes educator, Carrie saw a world of different. Her blood sugars were so much more stable, and her frustration level and anxiety decreased significantly. She was able to sleep better because she wasn't worried about going to bed and her blood sugar going low. She started trying new foods because she had the skills she needed to be able to counter carbs and to take the right amount of insulin. And for the first time in a long time, she was able to take a weekend trip away from home because she felt confident that she could handle diabetes even in a place that she wasn't familiar with. Without this education, there is no way that her frustration or anxiety could have improved. But without starting off with diabetes education, any kind of mental health treatment would not have been one bit helpful for her. Here's a brief recap of what we covered on this episode. Diabetes education is a fundamental pillar of emotional health with type 1 diabetes. Without understanding what diabetes is and how it's managed, and also the things that impact your blood sugars, 
and how you can best manage your blood sugars, it's going to be nearly impossible not to feel overwhelmed and frustrated with diabetes. Do you need a basic understanding of what diabetes is and how it's managed? Do you need skills like how to count carbs or how to understand what your blood sugar patterns look like? Or do you need help figuring out how to implement those skills in your life and really change your behavior around your diabetes management by doing things like making healthier food choices or getting more active? And once you have the answer, you can look to find the education that you need, whether that's online or from a diabetes educator, from your endocrinologist or diabetes coach, or maybe from the diabetes community. Be sure that you're using trusted sources, but also don't limit yourself and feel free to be creative in how you get your education based on what your needs are. And of course, if I can ever be helpful in guiding you to the right place, please let me know. I'm more than happy to help. It would help me a lot if you would go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. That helps me spread the word about this podcast to make sure the people with type 1 diabetes who need this podcast have access to it. And of course, I always love hearing from my listeners. So please feel free to reach out either by email at mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. And next week on the podcast, I'll be continuing my deep dive into the three pillars of emotional health with type 1 diabetes. And we'll be focusing on mindset. So be sure to tune in. Always remember, type 1 diabetes may not be easy, but you can have an easier time with it. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Thank you.